Ooh, hello, and welcome to the Dreamweaver's Temple. I don't know why I say the same thing every time I get on. I need to make a little video or something. No, not a video, I mean like a pre-recording. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, it's four in the morning right now. I went to bed at eight, woke up at 12, been up for four hours, and... Yeah, I just need to share, get things off my chest so I can fall asleep. <laughs> it's funny, a friend reached out and was like, I feel like I'm uh, listening to your journal. And it's pretty much what it's become. I've never been a big uh, uh, journaler of writing down. I've always been more of an audio journaler. And so, yeah, welcome to my journal. Maybe I'll just rename the podcast that Scott's Journal. Enjoy yourself. Because <laughs> I get weird. Oh, man. Oh, my day yesterday, still counting it because I'm falling asleep, was just filled with magic. Got a massage. Uh, I met a um, beautiful soul at Ecstatic Danced. There's um this like underground outdoor ecstatic dance happening where I live and I was just sitting down after dance for an hour and I was pretty tired and my body was kind of shutting down a little bit. And this woman approached me and was like, hey, can we lean against each other? And I was like, uh, yes, please. And then she just started massaging me. And it's usually when someone starts massaging you, for me at least the first thing that pops in my mind is like, oh, they're just going to stop soon. But she just kept going, and I just got to, like, really surrender into it. And then later on in the night, we shared this dance together. And it was so magical. Just, like, just this watery, pieces fitting together, flowing dance. And then at the end of it, the song was, like, just breathe. And I was, like, giving her this behind-the-back hug. And then right when that part ended, I just released and walked away. Oh, it was so good. And then she uh, got my number and wanted to give me a deeper massage. It was nice because we got to talk about boundaries. I'm yawning. We got to talk about boundaries, which I realized is so huge. My boundaries were um, I want to be able to feel whatever I want to feel and not be told that I can't feel those things. And also be able to make whatever weird noises I want to make. And also, no uh, Reiki energy healing. I'm, that's a whole other thing. But I, I don't allow people to move energy through me that's beyond like just pulsing. Unless it's a sexual relationship where I'm wanting to uh, merge my energies with another. Because we have no boundaries anyway. And we're just merging with everybody. And then we take on all this false karmic debt and then we're having to heal these things that we wouldn't have to heal if we just had boundaries and then we can really get in our harmonic timeline state but yeah she was giving me she gave me like an hour massage and it was nice because it was like not going to a, a place it was just at in her room and she had like this cool like futon on the ground and I got to get completely naked, which was nice. 
and really because my big thing was I was telling her it was like my deep lower back so I needed like a lot of glute um, booty work and it, uh, my body just I felt like entirely drunk after that and the well, I guess the big thing that came through is at the beginning I was kind of nervous about it and then we were like breathing next to each other and I asked my inner child like what's going on and he's like what do we have to give her and I was like nothing <laughs> it's finding people that just want to allow us to receive and give freely it's one of the most liberating feelings and it's funny because like within that exchange I was sharing her a lot about places that I live in California and I'm wanting to introduce her to people so like I didn't even have to try to give her something to give her something nothing needs to be forced you just sharing your brilliance and your inspirations and things will create themselves yeah so that was really really nice <sighs> yeah for the last uh, four hours I've just been getting a lot of transmissions on like what's going on in the galaxy and I guess um, we just went through like a new galactic year and it was like before it was like the white wizard now we're going to like the blue storm dragon and the storm is really prevalent right now for a lot of people it's like we're going we've been in a storm for a while but we're going deeper and deeper to the storm and I have a poem I want to share let me pull it up give me a second where did that go there it is. So this poem is called The Storm. When the journey begins, we enter the storm. The storm consists of all that we left untouched. Everything we bottled up pours out all around us, through our family, through our friends, through our lovers. We reject the narrative of our unconscious creation. So the storm lifts up the veil tearing through our lives till we are left for dead. Within that death, we are reborn. This rebirth did not happen after the fact. It was interwoven into every moment. Now here we are at the eye of the storm with an entire new perception, finally processing everything that has happened to us. Our body falls to the ground, letting out all the tears we held for so long, then we melt, we melt into the storm, realizing that the storm was just us the entire time, hearing our distant cries and whispers for something greater. We are the storm. So yeah, I have feel like that has a lot of relevancy right now because we're all going through certain levels of pain and that pain is just the construct that's been built around our brilliance and when we surrender into that brilliance all of the i look at it as like a cube construct around like a light source or a dynamic movement of love when we remove that cube the transmission 
and the feelings can finally move through us and be processed and we can access deeper levels of our innate wholeness. Yeah. Yeah, the, the guardians are returning. And my um, deepest star lineage connection is to the guardians. For a lot of people, that's um, like the Lyrian race, the lion people. Because we all were seeded from the Lyrians. Not that we're all lions, but that was the first body plasmic construct that souls come into because our souls aren't actually from this galaxy where most of us are from other galaxies. And, but that's, if you're listening to this, you're from another galaxy. If you're not, then you're probably from this time matrix and your soul was created on Earth. And I've been really getting into the concept of uh, past lives because a lot of people will be like, oh, you were this in a past life and that. And there's actually a lot of past life distortion because for a lot of people, yeah, they just kept their caught in a karmic uh, reincarnation cycle where they would just keep reincarnating into new bodies every time. But for a lot of us, we're not from Earth. We're not from this galaxy. And so a lot of our past life memories are really feeling states into other galaxies or other solar systems because we came into this galaxy and we're seated in different systems. And so a lot of us, we have past lives here, but not nearly as much as some people, if you're from different solar systems. But we get trapped in these past life beliefs that we've had, these recurring cycles, so then we create an imagery of those past lives and we're healing false timeline distortions. And when we delete all of that, we can see the actual times we were here and sinking deeper to the true healings that want to take place and not going and being able to clear out all the bullshit and finding the real truth. Yeah. Because right now with uh, Leo season, and I don't really see it as astrology, I see it as more as like just the elemental, like we're going into a different dynamic of fire. And through this fire season, one of the big things is uh, the collective masculine is healing this deep wound of the trauma it was given during torture. And this torture is um, off planet and also on planet. And for a lot of people, it's pretty hard to hear that level of torture. But a lot of it was like body manipulation, you know, like the torture that we're all used to but it was also then a lot of like psychological torture like putting us in these dreamlike states where we would experience death or these fears over and over and over and over and over again until we like lost our minds and yeah and so there's a lot of like imprints implants in our mind constructs that makes us believe in these fears scenarios and then we have these experiences within our body that just keep recreating it so we get stuck in these patterns and so when we go into these constructs we can melt them all away by returning to the source of love and realizing that's not the true harmonics of our timeline reality and then we just melt them all we don't have to we process them we feel them but then we can just melt them out we don't have to keep bringing them back in and the experience that I had with that was probably like four years ago for a year I would have the same visualization 
and it became it hit a certain point like for the six six months it kind of like came in every so often then the last six months it was like the only thing i could see in my mind and it was just me standing in a room witnessing this woman being raped and sometimes i would be like the observer sometimes i'd be the woman sometimes i'd be the man and it just kept i just experienced all the feelings of every potential in that situation and finally i was in this um the ceremony where we were taking Tulsi, like pretty heavy amounts of Tulsi and feeling into our bodies. And I was just feeling into my, my fire center, my solar plexus. And I was just so angry because before the false distortion was like, you just need to witness it all and just become neutral. And there hits a point where within neutrality, if something crosses a boundary, you act upon that but only if they cross your boundary, if the boundary sets like you holding up your sword and you don't charge them with the sword. But if they come within range, you are allowed to strike and you are allowed to hold that ground and be a guardian. And finally, I just like charged the man and punched him off the woman and took the woman out of the room. And then she just turned into like the earth and this goddess and was like, finally, you're here to protect me. And that was like the deep, dragon initiation keep keep snapping but the deep call of my being was seeing the distortions and not letting them just keep running their course and playing out we have been way too nice and there's this middle ground between being too passive being too aggressive like you don't just allow these beings to enter into your room or into your field and do whatever they want, but you're not going out of your way to hunt them because then you're just recreating the polarity dynamics. You hold your sovereign center, you hold your sword, and the being knows if it gets close that you are going to slay it, but you don't go looking to slay them because why we don't have to go slay them is because they exist in an inorganic phantom matrix and in that matrix they cannot touch us when we align to the true harmonic nature of love <clears throat> so we don't have to slay them because they will just melt away and yeah we don't have to slay them because they will just melt away and i've been trapped on both sides i've been too passive and got way too aggressive and I guess I didn't like lead this but like three or four years ago what most people would consider becoming schizophrenic happened to me and I just started seeing all of these demons but I look at them more as just inorganic beings that don't realize that they're organic and yeah it was just took me like two years to get more of like a grasp on it and probably in the last like six months to like fully have like sovereignty over it so like a four-year journey but god it was just pandemonium and i got to really learn about discernment and that the voice inside my head is not always my voice and i trust my feelings the feelings deep within me and then I don't allow the words just to like talk to me. I create the words. Like I create with it now. If you're not creating with the feelings, then it's usually an inorganic stream, like stream that's like coming through trying to make you believe in something that puts you in a false timeline. So you go on this 
crazy journey of trying to heal these false things, then you realize it's really just pulling out of it, feeling what it is and pulling out and then having a boundary. That's the new healing, pulling out of the falsities, boundary, remembering your love. There it is. That can heal you so much faster than spending all these months trying to see every scenario in your past life or see every, it's feel it, set a boundary with it, melt, love. Oh. I'm going to take three breaths. Kind of feel like being done talking, but I'm going to talk for a tiny bit longer. This is like kind of feel like the subtlety of one more thing wanting to come through. Mm. Mm. Where do you love? Where do you love? I'm going to leave that question and call the night because I'm starting to get tired. Where do you love? <laughs>